Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, June 16th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Stargaze Week 15 Creator Chat. Let's take a listen. Hey there, sorry about that, guys. I was trying to come in from my personal account on a new phone, and there was a little too much reverb. First time trying something new, and uh, (laughs) it didn't work out. Anyways, guys, let's uh, go ahead and get everyone speaking in here. So we've got PS Labs, we have Star Students, uh, NFTVs, you should be in here. And are we missing anybody? Anyo, Anyo, here we go. Okay, so uh, you guys should be coming here in a little bit. So we have five projects we're actually featuring this week. Uh, one, uh, we usually do two projects. One is the current project that's ported over PS Labs, so I'm interested to hear y'all's experience. Uh, and we're also um, featuring NFTVs and the refi punk from the previous uh, week because we had a huge issue with Osmosis uh, going down, and that kind of gave them issues on their launch. So we're giving them another shot at talking to you guys, and um, so they could learn about their project and give them another fresh start. Um, so let's uh, uh, maybe start students. Uh, why don't we hear from you? Okay. Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Great. Um, I don't know where you'd like to begin. I. Uh... Well, <laughs> yeah. Let's <laughs> let's hear a little bit about your project. Um, we know you launched a previous collection independently, and this is uh, your your first feature. Um, can you tell us about your first project and uh, how that came about and how that influenced your second project? Well, I don't know if you guys have seen, you probably have seen Star Students before. We um, we launched on our own uh, a couple of, about a month or two ago. I can't remember now, but we had a really successful launch. We built up a, a really amazing community of just the most wonderful people, lots of anime fans and people who had never seen anime before and just liked the the anime-inspired art. Um, the collection was something unlike anything I've ever done before. I'd never really made an NFT collection until Star Students. I uh, A lot of the art was inspired off of one of my favorite anime, Michijo. And with this this new collection, I've decided to try and branch out a little bit into other anime inspired things. I took a lot of suggestions from our community. We opened up a, a box for people to drop suggestions into and we took a lot of your guys' advice and suggestions on how to change our, our new collection. And we've got a lot more rare traits, a lot of really, really nicely done backgrounds. Um, we decided to do a theme of a school uh, cultural festival. We named the collection Matsuri for 
the Japanese word for festival. And each class in our in our Hoshizora Academy is going to be doing their own school project. And uh, each of those classes in our in our launch will have their own unique theme. Um, we've got the isekai play, which is like a fantasy theme. We have uh, like a haunted house theme. We have a school idol theme. There's just something for everybody here. And I'm just really excited to see what you guys think about it. Cool. Can you um, tell us uh, what your uh, collection size and price will be? We're going to be starting with uh, 450 stars for the price with a, a collection size of 2,500. I think um, you guys will be really excited to see how rare all of these look. We've tried to put in a lot of effort to make sure that no two... <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting a text. We're trying to make sure that no two students look the same. We've got over a thousand hand-drawn traits with different color variations on everything and different um, different themes for all of it. I think it's I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. I'm sorry, I'm so nervous. No, no, it's, uh, it uh, sounds pretty cool. Um, can you tell us what your experience was like after you dropped your first collection and sold out so quickly and the community that developed from it? Oh my gosh. Well, the, the love from the community was just something I was totally not expecting. I think with a lot of these, a lot of these other NFT platforms, I don't know if the community is nearly as tightly knit as the Stargaze one. And so just having all of this overwhelming support from other creators that wanted to help me to all of the community members being excited about it and, and helping encourage sales and, and telling all of their friends about it, buying some for their friends to gift to them. And then the, the excitement from the community when we were getting close to selling out, they were like, racing to see who could get the last the last of the star students it was just an amazing experience those were an amazing couple of days great um so yeah can you can you also tell us a little bit about um the individual classes you said right yes we haven't decided exactly which will go into which class but we've got class 1a 1b 1c and 1d and each class will be doing their own, will have their own theme to them. So we'll be separating individual subcategories for our collection, where I am um, 1A will have the swim team and the tennis team. And any, of course, these will all be mixed together. But so if you, uh, if you buy one of the Star Students NFTs from the Matsuri collection, you can either get a class 1A student, a class 1B student, a class 1C student, or a class 1D student. And whichever one of those students you get will correspond to whatever project that class is doing. So if you get like a 1D student, you'll be getting a star student that's a part of the school idol club. And she'll have, you know, whatever um, traits that we have for the school idols. And same with, same with the rest of them, with the maid cafe and the fantasy play and the, the swim team and the tennis team. So now do we know what kind of projects? Can you give us a hint about any of the projects that these classes uh, are going to be doing? 
Right. Yes. The so class one D will be doing a a school idol project. So the, we'll have the the stage background and we'll have the the microphones and then class one C I believe is going to be doing the fantasy play and the haunted house. I believe those are the two that we put together for that one. Okay, great. Thanks a lot. Um, we got a couple more guys to hear from, so I'm going to ask uh, PS Labs. Are you uh, are you back on? Is my mic working? Can you? Yeah, hear you're me? good. Hello, yeah. hello. Oh, it's hear brilliant. You brilliant. Yeah, I'm really sorry about that. I'm like uh, in the middle. I'm in the sticks, and uh, it's hard to make technology work in the middle of nowhere. But um, yeah, that's an amazing uh, star students. I've, I've followed you. It sounds great. I love the art. Um, so, uh, I guess I'll just start by introducing myself, then introducing the project, and then telling you guys what we're doing next. I am David. I, oh, my name's David. Uh, I work as a, worked as a photographer for most of my life. Uh, and then as soon as NFT came along, came along, like I was like working in NFT, trying to make NFTs work for a few years. Um, and messing around with all kinds of things and in the background i actually run already like uh, uh studios in london so like my real job is actually like i build photography and film studios and then i i lease them out per hour to just creatives and the creative community then off the back of that we do production for brands and different companies and uh, all sorts just making content basically and licensing content um all these different things so been doing that for a long time and then um nfts came along and one of my best friends is a developer he works for a company called foundation uh he's one of the sort of the lead developers on on the marketplace and he really started to get me into it and then i tried all sorts of things in photography and things, uh all sorts of things essentially for years and um we basically then really dove deep into AI about like half a year ago. And um, that's basically how PS Labs was born. And we originally released this collection called the X Collection. And all that was meant to be was like a way that uh, I could roll out all the stuff that I was learning and all the new AI technology that I was just like, basically getting my head around because when you look at it it's just like parameters and numbers and it looks a bit like code right and it was like uh, the x collection was like a way that i could kind of roll, try to get other people to use it and see what they do with it but just make it simple for them anyway that's basically how ps labs was born it was like this what we call the x collection and then actually when we first released it it, it didn't sell out like we sold like four and a half uh, five thousand of them, and we released five and a half thousand of them. So I left. I was left with like six or seven hundred of them in my bags, and um, but they're still good because, like, we. I I don't know what. Like back then, I had no clue what I was doing. Like just uh, releasing NFTs into like a blockchain, and um, we sold like four, like basically five thousand of them, and uh, just started rendering for loads of people. And this is probably about three and a half months ago. So it all um, started three and a half months ago um, yeah, on Terra, right? Four months ago. Yeah. February 24th, we released the first collection, and it's called the X Collection. 
that is the collection we're releasing tomorrow. But we're releasing it now. Based, like, there's like some things with NFT that I'm learning very quickly. But the thing is, is one thing I do know how to do is I know how to run a company. And one thing has changed massively since February to now is we have like a team. And this team is shit hot. And we have really refined the entire pipeline for all of this stuff. And we're about to drop it tomorrow on Stargaze off the back of basically we we're leaving Terra behind. This migration of like taking everyone from Terra to Stargaze has been like a, a mammoth effort that like I'm so proud of like all of our teams for, for doing all the things that we have to do, like all the all the validation verification of the people from Terra bringing that all over to Stargaze not only just reminting it to Stargaze, but trying to like sort of win their hearts and minds over to basically say like, star, you know, come to Stargaze, we'll take care of you here. This is where we're going to rebuild. That is like a big effort. And a lot of people still, for some reason, still love Terra. <laughs> like I get it. Like Terra is really nice and easy to use, very user-friendly, but um, everyone knows what happened. So I just like, um you know it's a terrible decision to stay there uh so so it's been like a long how you say like two three week effort of just rebuilding everything all the logic all the technical work all the artistic and creative direction that goes to like basically taking the collection up to 10k now and when we when we launch it up tomorrow we're going to roll out all of these new ai services on stargate and these are all services that we basically basically have spent a lot of time researching so i guess this then sort of nicely brings me on to like uh essentially what we do because there's a lot of ai projects and anyone can do ai you know it's all open source you can google it you can look at a youtube video and you'll learn how to do it within 10 minutes uh but essentially what like what we do is we research like every single new AI technology that comes out every single day or week. And some of this stuff is not like easy to understand. It looks like just code. And so what we do is we like test every single parameter of it. We test every single parameter by like different orders of magnitude. We map it all out. And then we basically put it into like a fixed product or service. And then we roll that out to everyone, basically for free. Um, and then we mint it, we airdrop it into your wallet, and then you can do whatever you want with it. You can print it out, you can sell it, you can just keep it to look at, or you can give it to your friends, um, whatever you want to do with it. But essentially, you'll just be making art. Um, so that's basically what the, sort of the lab side of things is, and that's what the X Collection will do. It's just still images for now. We will release video animation, GIF animation, and sort of what we call a diorama, which is like a like a moving still image. Uh, that'll come like next month. But tomorrow we're dropping the X collection, and um, maybe I've skipped off, skipped over like a sort of a lot of um, information there. So uh -huh. like, uh, feel free to ask me questions yeah, back. But for me, yeah, yeah. it feels like a big. Um, Tomorrow will be sort of a defining day because for me and our team, it will feel like we've gone through this real, how do you say, storm and uh, we're coming out the other end.
uh, at the end of this week. So it's a big sense of relief. Yeah, yeah there's definitely um, questions we have. You know, how is the migration going? You know, what were the biggest challenges in moving from Terra to Stargaze? Like, do you have any advice for other collections? Um, my best advice would be just uh, make a plan and stick with it. Because every single person has their own circumstances. And you can try to make like the whitelist or the mint and the mint times sort of suited to like one individual in America, but that won't suit like the individuals in Japan. And that won't suit the people in Indonesia or in Europe, you know, like every single per if you make it catered in one way, it'll just dis be disadvantaged to another person in another way. So just make it suited to you and make it generally as fair as you can. We faced a lot of issues with this mint purely from the fact that we're trying to bring like an existing collection over to Stargate. So there's a lot of problems with that, right? Because there's a lot of people who already own NFTs and we're trying to bring them over. But like half of the people have come forward and claimed their NFTs, but half of the people, they haven't claimed anything. Like we just got like 2000 blank NFTs. So we're trying to figure out like what we do with them. So the plan is right now is we like, we're going to hold them in a, um, basically in our wallet in like a base, just like an escrow wallet until the end of the year. And if they don't come and claim those NFTs, we'll either burn them or just release them back into the market. Like, um, and I don't know how the rest of the community feels about these decisions, but it's essentially the decisions that we have to make, um, is what do we do? Do we burn them all right now? Do we burn them all at the end of the year? Like, do we, even if we burn them at the end of the year, is it better for us to just sort of sell them back into the market and just use those funds to, you know, pay our team, like do more development, bring out new products and services? Like what is the best way forward? And so there's all these dilemmas. Uh, like the hearts and minds sort of side of things hasn't actually been too hard because, start, because we recently released that uh, collection called Stargate Citizens. And that was like, like a really huge success. And that was kind of like a sort of like Stargaze is where we belong. It was like a sort of Stargaze felt like a bit of a, a bet in the beginning. But after Stargaze Citizens was released, it felt like, okay, this was the correct decision. Um, so now all we need to do is just finish the migration. And so that's exactly what we're trying to do. I, I would say we're, we're trying to do our best. We're trying to make it as fair as possible, but we're not, I, you know, you don't know how crypto Twitter is all going to respond to everything that happens. You can try to do things the way that you think is right. But I don't know, other people might feel disadvantaged in some way or people will find problems here and there. So we'll see what happens uh, and we'll just respond to things as they come. But it's been, it's been difficult, but our team's great. Like, um, whatever problems we come across, we'll, we'll deal with them. So I'm very yeah, confident yeah. in that. And um, I just want to also um, uh, reiterate so people understand uh, with your collection, if you purchase one of the X NFTs, that is pretty much uh, like a membership or a key to your service to get 
uh, an NFT every week? Or how, how does that Absolutely. Work? No, thank you so much for bringing me back to basically the most important thing. Um, yeah, the X token is the access to what we call the lab. And the lab is the place where we put all of our AI research. What we do, essentially what we do is we, we don't, we don't, we don't code any of the AI. Like it's all open source stuff. And then loads of people creating all kinds of new AI all around the world all the time. And it comes out every day. And uh, all we do is we look at all the new stuff that comes out. We aggregate all of the best stuff together. And we put it into what we call the lab. And then in the lab, you can use it all. You can do whatever you want in there, make all kinds of art in different formats, in still image, GIFs, all these other things. And then we basically take it, we render it, we mint it as an NFT, and then we airdrop it back into your wallet. So it's like we once you get to have the you get to do the fun bit. And then we do all of like the other stuff. <laughs> um, so hopefully what we'll end up with is just loads of people just creating art um, every one or two weeks. We're going to start with every two weeks. I'd say two to three weeks. That's how we'll start. And then from there, we're going to see. Uh, hopefully we can pick it up. Um, there's and I know um... ideas we have. Uh, um, uh, can you tell us how people have been using your service? Um, you you mentioned some novel, interesting use cases that uh, people have uh, been enjoying with it. Yes, it's, it's been amazing. So one thing that's great about this technology is it, it's just so powerful that like everyone thinks of a different thing of like how it could be used. Like uh, musicians using it for album covers. We have parents letting their children just say whatever the hell the children child says and they put it into the ai and <laughs> they show it to the child like a few days later we have people using it for businesses to make their logos we have gra graphic designers fashion designers creating prints and designs out of it all we have people just rendering any like just nice things selling it on the market that's like most people, like 50, 60% of people, are just rendering nice looking images, messing around, trying to smash like visual ideas together, and then and then basically just selling it online. And they turn massive profit. Like we have people who by like the end of our time in Terra had made huge profit on like the amount of renders that they sold on the market. Uh and that I mean that's one side. Some people don't even sell it. Some people just print and put it on their walls, you know. Uh so it's like every person has their own use case for it. Uh I would say the main thing we are trying to do with it is sort of uh, create the market for people in the sense of um a lot of people release AI project. A lot of people use AI they're rendering stuff and they try to release their own projects. But the big advantage you'll have is we basically have created the market for you already. Like, so when you render with us, we will mint it for you and we'll put it into like a market, which is like a PS labs product or produce, which is like owned by you. And by the way, what we're building right now is like user history, rendering history, history logs, 
uh, uh, user profiles, uh, the ability to burn stuff and recuperate rendering capacity back into your profile. Uh, and by the way, that's going to drive up the floor price. So even if you get a dud render, you can sell it for 2 free dollars because people will buy it just because it's cheaper than buying an X token. So they'll buy dud renders, they'll burn them and recuperate uh, rendering capacity back into their profile. So even if you are like, you know, not making anything good, you'll still be able to make like a few dollars off of every run. Um, and so we're, we're building all these extra things around it, building like the proper ecosystem to make sure, well, just like ecosystem and community. And we are then on the back of that doing all the research into the new things. And we we work very closely with a lot of the these AI companies and we get like, we get to test it all out before anyone else does. And we only release it when they say, okay, it's all right to commercially use this now. And we're like, okay, here we go. That's the product right there. We release it the day that they say it. And because we've really been able to use it for a while. And that's like essentially the advantages we have. And that's essentially what you're buying into when you do buy a PS Labs NFT, regardless of if it's an X token or a Stargate Citizen. All of these NFTs will give you whitelist into like any NFT we ever release. So if you, as long as you own like one of our NFTs anywhere, you'll always have whitelist onto like anything we ever release. So you can always just buy into one of them. And and I'm really glad to just have like the X collection going again because we've worked so hard to just get out of this gray area. We've been like, you know, off the back of Terra totally collapsing. We've been in like a gray area for like a month or two. And it's just, and all the Terra projects have, by the way, all of them have. And it's just nice to get out of it and to just like run the service again and to just, you know, open the lab and just get the rendering going. So I've got, um, yeah. I've got a question for you. Um, we've got to we got to move on a little bit. I'm sure we'll we'll come back with some more questions. Um, but uh, before we move on, can can you tell us how and why you chose Stargaze? Um, we know projects have been choosing or considering other chains. Like, what stuck out to you about Stargaze to move your project here? Um, so there's probably like two or three main reasons. Number one is I've got um, I call him Crypto Maxi. He's my brother-in-law. He's a massive crypto investor. And he told me to look at Stargaze. He told me that Stargaze is probably the right place for my project. He's been look. He's we, we see each other a lot. And he's, he, he's like my advisor within the crypto space. I'm not like a real crypto bro kind of person, actually. Like, um, I need a lot of advice when it comes to sort of um, the intricacies of blockchain and crypto so i very heavily listened to his advice second so like he said stargaze he told me you should do it on stargaze it's the right place um and he's been into this stuff like 10 years plus um second is i know that stargaze and stargaze developers are only developing for nfts and everything they develop has nfts at the center of their mind and this is and we are an nft maxi project like we make nfts 
everything we make is about NFTs. So I want to build with people who are building about NFTs. For me, that's perfect. Like, I, I don't want to be anywhere else, regardless of how successful Solana and like, oh, the volume that Solana has or whatever, that doesn't really matter to me. Um, what matters is like that, I know that the Stargaze developers are totally aligned with like what we're developing and in, in the sense of like, we're just NFT magsies and that's exactly what we want because in Terra, like it felt like, you know, NFTs were sort of like a bit of a side hustle for these DeFi DGENs who were just making loads of money off staking and yield and all these other things they were doing. And then uh, at the end of the day, they, sort of go around the marketplaces in NFTs and buy the things they like. Like um so yeah that that's like number two. And and then I guess like number three was is is just uh you know there's pluses and minuses to like everywhere we were looking. Uh Solana is like big volume, but it was like noisy as hell and like very toxic environment. Um and it, like everywhere has pluses and minuses, right? So number three was just like taking one point one and two into account was just getting out of what I, as I mentioned, like the gray area. Like I just wanted to make a decision so that our entire team knew what the goal was. And as soon as we all know what the goal is, then we're back in business. You know what I mean? Like then I, we've got like a, a crazy team of talented people from all around the world. But if no one knows what they're doing, it's a terrible feeling. Um, and like people just very quickly drop off. People just very quickly go, you know, maybe we don't even hear from them again because they just don't come online anymore. So it's very important to just make this decision quickly, get out of the gray area. And so Stargaze was kind of, in many ways, well, off the point, off the back of point one and two, kind of perfect so actually i'm not gonna lie like some of our team were very bearish um they they had other ideas and i really had to force it through but you know every i guess everyone saw the success of the star citizens that was like concrete evidence that we had made the right decision that going to stargaze was the right decision and so off the back of that like our entire team are now like stargaze maxis and um so that, yeah that, that's the reason so like one is off of advice from like someone who i know knows what he's talking about number two was like the team are building for nfts as are we and number three was just getting out of this gray area just like making a decision as fast as possible so yeah uh, and thank you for the question um yeah thank you for the response um appreciate it and now um we're going to hear from anya Sammy? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, guys. Hey, bud. Um, so can you tell us about the current collection that we'll be launching tomorrow? Yes. So this collection is a side collection uh, called The Garden of Overthinkers. Um, it's a quite different style from, uh, from what we've had before. These are more a little bit like oil painting styles. It's a very limited co collection. It's just 10 pieces. Um, 
and like the others but even more than the others i think this is like a sort of a self-reflective uh collection and as it says it's uh, about overthinking and analyzing and questioning yourself and your life uh, and these each piece comes with a um, with a poem as well and uh, all the pieces and all the poems are on the website now and um yeah that that's i think that's that's it Okay. Um, do you want to um, talk about maybe some of your future plans as well, or is that still uh, still being? Yeah. No. Actually, right before this call started, um, I posted the timeline for all the coming collections this year. So every four to six weeks, we have uh, a, a, we'll be launching a collection. And so after this, uh, the Garden of Overthinkers tomorrow, we will have annual part three, uh, which is called Paraluna on July 15th. And after uh, right after we release annual part three, we'll open a window of seven days where anyone who owns an annual piece, whether the side collections or the official parts, can um, request or like order um, a physical print uh so we're looking forward to this we're still uh, figuring out the logistics of everything but uh it will be free to to order this uh, print you just have to pay for the um, for the shipping cost and and if there's any uh, customs and and stuff like that so that's gonna be really cool we're waiting for the test prints uh, we're gonna get them next week so it's gonna be cool to see how they look uh, it will be 70 by 100 centimeters so they're like big uh the typical movie poster uh, size prints um and then after that we have the z creatures which is a uh, a bigger collection of thousand tiny, uh, cute, uh, monstery animals. And then after that, we have Anu Part 4. And then we have a, a, a collaboration that we're working on uh, that's going to be really, really cool. I'm really excited to announce this more in detail soon. But what, what, what we're doing, this uh, collaboration will be in relation to the Z Creature uh, collection. So, so if you own a Z, once this collection goes live, uh, the collaboration, if you own a Z creature and you own one piece of this other um, collection that I cannot uh, name right now, but if you own a Z creature and, and one piece of the other one, you can mint uh, a third uh, NFT, which will be a sort of a combination or a hybrid of these two. Um, uh, NFTs. Uh, more than that, I cannot say right now. Yeah, no, uh, thank you very much, Sammy. Yeah, we were at Consensus this past week, and um, we had some of your NFTs uh, mounted on two very large uh, uh, panels, and they, they looked great. They looked awesome. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Really cool. Thanks. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, so um, we're going to hear from uh, NFTVs right now. Hello, NFTVs. Hello, can you hear me? Hey, uh, we can hear you. Yeah, so um, so you guys and Refi Punks actually launched the previous week, um, but there was an issue with the Osmosis chain being down. So um, I kind of put a hamper on your launch a little bit. So we wanted to get you guys back in here to 
uh, to talk about the project some more. Yeah, that's really kind of you. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me again. Uh, yeah, no, thanks for joining. Yeah, so um, for the people that don't know, tell us a little bit about your project. Um, so my name's Dan. I <clears throat> I work as a journalist um, and uh, electronic music producer and DJ. And um, I got interested in NFTs about a year ago and kind of minted a, a music uh, AV NFT on OpenSea just kind of as a test. And, uh, you know, it just got lost in the sea that is OpenSea. Um, and then kept thinking about it and mulling it over and then uh, started to get more interested in video synthesis. And I uh, bought a DIY, DIY kit to put together a video synthesizer that uh, worked with a lot of my modular synthesizer gear that I make music with. And um, I write about television a lot for work. Um, and I thought it would be a cool um, just kind of symbol and be able to use to do some video in video. Um, the NFTVs, uh, I use three video synthesizers total to do it. Uh, one does the background, the, a light animation, and then the screen, um, two different synthesizers I use for that. Uh, so yeah, so we launched last Friday and, um, real talk kind of got fucked by the osmosis thing. Um, and, uh, we, we sold, uh, I've, I've been happy with what we sold so far considering, but, um, certainly excited to have another bite at the apple and, uh, I know everybody uh, wants projects to sell out really quickly, and um, that didn't happen in our case, but I'm hoping people still give it a chance because um, I worked really hard on it. There's about 80 different video assets that are spread throughout the collection of 555 NFTs, and um, and I think they look really cool. And um, the other cool thing about the project is um, I'm going to be airdropping all the holders um, another NFT that is going to be part of uh, the first album drop on Stargraze. It's a, an EP I've been working on for a while with my Time Zones project. And so I'm excited to get to share that with the community as well. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, um, we've seen your progress over the last couple of months from the initial EVs you had up, uh, the synthesizer you included in there. And yeah, uh, osmosis was definitely a big issue, and that is uh, that is something we we found out, and we're working to fix that by possibly adding our own Adam Stars pool on Stargaze. So that won't be an issue for people to get stars in the future. Yeah, very cool. And if uh, I've I've also been posting some process videos, uh, I've got one pinned to my profile right now. If you're curious, take a look. It kind of shows uh, the equipment I use to make these, and um, a little bit. It's a little bit of a jam session, um, and also includes some uh, original music that I made as well. Thanks a lot. Um, let's uh, hear from Refi Fund. Hi, um, so our project is Refi Punks. My name is Caitlin, and I'm the artist. Um, Refi Punks is an environmental nonprofit NFT that followed suit um, after Acre NFT. Refi, for those of you who are unfamiliar, it stands for regenerative finance, and it's a whole movement that contains a whole slew of real world projects doing real work to regenerate the earth in a myriad of ways using Web3, amongst other things. So, um, Refi Punks like Acre NFT stems from the idea that we can all be environmentalists. And this makes it really easy for anybody to, you know, make a donation when they mint that wholly benefits uh, different projects to help our planet, 
and even our very own communities. So, um, yeah, the art features people. <laughs> it was it was fun that was that like making a collection that in a lot of ways is something very normal visually. Like it's pixelated people and backpacks and hats and they're meant to, you know, represent the normal yet extraordinary people who have their boots on the ground healing our planet and our ecosystems. So, yeah, it's a little bit about the project. Um, you know, like NFTVs, we ran into, we launched last Friday as well and ran into the osmosis um, roadblock. Um, and there were a few roadblocks in development with refi punks as well like we were we were really hoping to launch on april 22nd which was earth day but our main concern was really getting the final project to just be as as good as we could get it um and even then there were just so many things that we wanted to do with the art which really fueled our decision to split up our collection into four groups of 2222 so um when it's all said and done there's going to be 8888 of them and we're going to launch it out in four different phases four waves and each wave is going to get to feature new things and that's really fun um they'll each have kind of a new theme uh, i'm really excited about that uh we also needed some more time to make um one of ones of like the prominent refi figures because our, the, our list just kept growing from the time that we have started this project of these people that we really wanted to highlight and it's really wonderful because that's the core of refi punks is to you know bring awareness to all of these different aspects and all of these different people who make who make up the refi space and all of the work that they're doing so um all proceeds from refi punks are going to um solely to refi projects again um it's a, a variety of refi projects so we're going to get to kind of you know split the wealth and um get a lot of people a piece of the pie for to that will get to um you know just give funding to all these awesome environmental projects in the refi space thanks a lot um i see ps labs you have your hand up uh, it's just actually a question for refi punks um i just want to ask what in sort of like a bit more detail are physical projects that you're currently working on or have worked on sort of environmental projects and then like so sort of like your background and then like sort of how the funds that you raise through your project go in like where do they go like what projects specifically are they going into and uh, like are there plans for that like on the ground level what happens yeah so one that i can actually speak a lot of so that right now we haven't decided um, who is how we're splitting up funding? I believe um, there's talks in the works of getting a coalition together where we'll we'll get to. Um, it's going to be kind of more community driven, where people are going to get to. We're, we're going to get to. Um, I'm sure there's going to be some kind of process where you know, people submit their projects and we sort it out that way. Um, that's not set in stone as of yet, as you know, we have four different waves to sell out of the projects. However, one that I can talk a little bit about. So I was also the artist for Acre NFT, which was the um, kind of preliminary project to refi punks. Um, that one was solely um, dedicated to one um, project in particular, which was Ogallala Life. And that one 
all of the funding went to them. And they, they, um, the Ogallala Aquifer is the largest aquifer in the in the United States, and it's drying out, it's depleting. And so the their mission is to recharge that aquifer. And so our funds were able to go to them. Um, it was put into an endowment fund, which is an awesome thing. Like um, Angel Protocol is great. Um, and it, what it, I won't get into that at all, but basically it's um, exponential growth over time, which it really gets, you know, your money stretches it out for perpetual funding for nonprofits. So that's what happened. That's where the funding for that went. And so they're able to get in there and right now working on figuring out, getting testing in the area um, so that they can decide on different protocols that they're going to use to recharge that aquifer. So that's one for that. I don't have anything um, for refi punks yet for different projects that I can point you to, to say that this has benefited this um, as we haven't divvied up funding at all for those different projects. How is the how is the decision who makes the decisions and how are they made in terms of how the funding is then distributed? Is there a DAO or or if there's a core team, how big is the core team and who are they? So our team is uh, for refi punks. We that's what we're working on is getting the DAO and the coalition kind of a we're calling it a coalition. We're kind of moving toward like like um, entertaining the idea of a DAO. There's definitely um, a lot more that's going on that I'm not privy to in those conversations a lot of the times. Um, that's typically handled by um, just other people on our team. I am I do the art. I'm the artist for this. But, um, yeah, it's going to – I'm from, from the whisperings that I have heard, it's going to be set up in, like, a coalition DAO-style um, community led. May, may I then ask um... – so the person who does make the decisions on how the money is spent, what what is their background in environmental uh, charity and um, just general, yeah, basically general charity work? Like, um, so all this money is being funneled to this person who makes these decisions. What is his expertise within this field? So the money will will be funneled into. It's not going to be made. The decisions are not going to be made by one person. Definitely. But, um, you know, kind of the nuts and bolts guy behind Refi Punks, for example, his name is Scott. You might have heard him before in different spaces or a lot of you might have had um, some interactions with him. He he's just you know, he has a background in telecom. You know, he's a, a guy who's had his boots on the ground with, you know, a blue collar worker with you know railroads and oil workers and he's got to see a lot of different aspects of the environment you know working in wyoming with horses all of this type of stuff so he has a background and really getting to see all the different aspects in how um you know industry is affecting our environment etc cetera, etc cetera. so he was just a guy who's had um a passion for it and wanted to Put it to good use so he was just like here's a need um i'm passionate just for the environment and i think that we can come up with something that benefits the environment you know there wasn't really a huge environmental or nonprofit background with it it was just hey like i think that this would be a great idea and let's let's fill this need is there any uh i'll i'll stop asking questions no the art's beautiful by the way i love it no go for it yeah, yeah i'll, I'll be buying some. Oh my my well my question was going to be, 
is there anyone in the team has that that has like real experience with delivering environmental projects and helping people on the ground level and implementing change physically in communities do you actually have anyone in your team who knows how to do that we've joined forces with a lot of people nobody on the refi punks team has but we've definitely like that's what refi punks is all about it's making those connections and getting that like our we wanted to have a place like make a central hub for all of the different refi communities to come together or the refi um, projects to come together so we so you know more change can happen people can collaborate and all of that um great productive awesomeness that gets the world into a much better place than which we found it um as for refi punk no we were just passionate people who wanted to help the environment and we sought out the people who were doing that you know there's amazing projects that um uh, and amazing DAOs that are out there that the benefit that the refi punks is going to benefit so yeah we uh, as far as our team no we haven't had um any experience with our with getting the change made but we do have experience getting in touch with the people who do so that's kind of what we wanted to facilitate uh was getting kind of everybody organized and together and giving them kind of an umbrella to hang out under um for sure uh, and uh, i do also want to mention that scott was the one who spearheaded um the proposal to um with regen to offset our carbon footprint stargaze's uh carbon footprint uh, through validators so um we essentially put up uh, a proposal to use community pool funds uh to purchase carbon credits through the regen network um so that's something that got and the refi may i just off the back of that may i ask in in a physical way how did you do it so let's say a proposal is made to say okay we're going to be environmentally friendly and it goes through right and it is successful how then did the stargaze team make sure that they were environmentally friendly like what physical changes were made uh the so the the change the changes were the credits that were purchased to pretty much offset the the emissions there weren't any specific physical actions done but uh i think caitlin you may be able to talk more about the way the credits on region work um and where they come from but i i'm not totally familiar with the technical aspect of that like like did um the way the sort of the validator nodes or anything basically the sources of energy would change to maybe like an energy supplier that you know are like 100% renewables or something like along those lines, right? Right. Yeah, no. So the validators, the validators run independently, right? So we don't control unless we have any say in how they, uh, on what kind of energy they do use. Uh, but that is something we've actually considered having is validator profiles. So for example, um, geographic locations and one thing that they can um, input in there is the the type of energy consumption they do use. Nice. Do you have like then sort of in terms of like when someone drums up like a validator node with you guys, do you have like any personal relationship with those people or is it like pretty much like anonymous? 
anonymous relationship oh yeah no the the validators are um like we we know most of them we know a lot of them i can't say we know all of them because it is a permissionless network right so anyone can spin up a validator uh and enter the set as long as they have enough stars delegated to them but uh, we do have uh, an active validator channel um and contributors and yeah we work with them on you know very regular basis so yeah i mean if you guys are interested in spinning up a validator uh, for sure, we can we can talk to you about that, and you know you. That's basically after. like um yeah, I'm really interested in in doing that essentially. Uh, but 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 my main, I guess the the real thing I'm trying to say is like a lot of people um vote for things or push things through on blockchain, and and then that's great, right? But in terms of like it actually happening in real life, I'm trying to like basically say like, does it actually happen in real life? Like do the things that people vote for on blockchain then translate into action in real life? Or are people just saying these things? And then, because, you know, if obviously people vote for it. And all I'm trying to, I guess, push is like that the, the things that are voted for or people say they will do actually happen in real life um because i think there's like a bit of a disconnect right in a lot of sort of things on blockchain so all i all i'm trying to do i guess is just say like okay people are saying one thing what in real in real terms in real action is actually happening so it yeah it depends on what the proposal is and what needs to happen right so some stuff is a community vote and then and then developers may have to do something or funds there need to be like some layer zero or personal interaction involved right and for there there could be some um like distraction or it may not happen or it may not happen the way it was intended to uh, but then there's also like the on-chain governance which is like the pseudo uh, the pseudo parameters. So, for example, you could submit a piece of code. Um, like one example is the 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 project collection fee. Uh, sorry, project creation fee. So, um, that can be changed via governance. So, you can um, you could uh, you could propose a piece of code. If once that gets approved, it can go directly onto the chain and change specific parameters off the chain and doesn't really require any other human intervention so yeah i, I hope that answers your question a little bit um i know we have uh we're getting close on time here we're having a really good conversation uh but i yeah, do want to get a couple like we're just, of, uh, questions i feel like we're just getting started but i'm going to yeah. subside now and <laughs> just um let other uh, you know no, no this is great yeah have. We should definitely have more conversations uh like this uh but um i see pelle you're in here uh, what's your question bud yeah, so my question was for PS Labs. Um, as far as the X project, when you're saying that um, you're giving people the ability to create or mint NFTs, when you say you will mint NFTs for them, what does that actually mean? Is that underneath you know, the PS Labs umbrella? Would that be able yes. to be sold? And you so, know, how, so- how does that work? Okay, let me, uh, yeah, great question, number one. This is exactly how it will work. So you, when you have an X token, you log in. We, like, read your wallet. We say, like, okay, you have 
one X token, you have three X tokens, you have a hundred X tokens, however much. Then like you get into the interface and then you have like a rendering capacity and that's like one, three or a hundred, depending on how much you have. And then you can use it all like during, while the lab's open. And when we say the lab is open, it means we're accepting submissions. When we close the lab, the submissions close and then like all like essentially your rendering capacity resets until we open it again. When, when we open the lab again, you get all that rendering capacity back again and you can do it all over again. Anyway, so when the lab closes, it come, it then, it, it generates like a giant CSV essentially in the back. And we just run it through all the different GANs that people want to render with. And all these GANs are like basically highly customized by us. You can go out and you can use any of them. But the thing is, is like each of these GANs has like literally like 50 to 100 parameters. And so we test all of it. We make sure it looks good. It's not actually about what the best one looks like. It's about what the worst one looks like, actually. We, so we just try to make sure the worst one looks great rather than the best one looking good. Uh, or like amazing, I should say. Anyway, so we render it all out. And we do the whole order. So we call this like a run. So we do run one. And then we render it all out. We create a collection that's called run one. We mint it to stargaze. And when we mint it, it automatically gets airdropped to like every single person's wallets. So we don't actually hold any of it. So the collection is like owned by us, but the, the NFTs go out to each person who made it. And then we essentially, we don't charge anything for the service, right? Because we make, that's, we charge a 5% royalty on like all secondary market. And that is, that pays for everything. Um, the, the initial like sort of fundraising and all, like there's the sale of the X tokens actually doesn't pay for everything, to be honest. It's the secondary market that pays for the service and it'll be free forever. As long as Stargaze doesn't increase their gas fees too much, um, then that service will always be free. You can use it, use it, use it, and then hopefully sell your X token for at least what you paid for it. Um, and uh, that's how it works. So yeah, we mint the run to as, as a collection, and it'll be called Run Zero One. It goes to your goes to your wallet, and then from there you can choose to do whatever you want with it. You can. Um, hopefully when like all the bridging and stuff comes out that's going to be really interesting like when ethereum bridge and all the cosmos bridges come out we're going to we're going to just take it across to everywhere actually but um yeah uh that's how it works does it make sense or, or um yeah just so uh, question and then i'll just clarify and then i'll just get off yeah. so um, so after I send you the prompts or um, what I want to create, you're going to run it through your system, through your CSV files, which you guys feel is um, going to give me the best results. And then it's going to be airdropped into my wallet. And then from there, I am free to either kind of sell that or price that NFT via Stargaze um, yeah. how I want to, to kind of resell. Okay, cool. Exactly. And then with, and then, even on top of that, we're going to build like provenance. We're going to build like, uh, you know, the most successful artist of the month, uh, like your overall sales history, how many you've minted, how many you've sold. Uh, like, so there's loads more interesting. So once we start to build up user profiles 
um, and rendering history, which is like exactly what we're working on after Friday. Well, we're going to party across the weekend. We're going to just say, everyone go do whatever the hell you want and relax. But as soon as it comes to Monday, we're working on user history. We're working on provenance. We're working on like uh, the rendering logs and like rendering history and then also just profile. So like people can see like their everything they've made, how well it's sold, how many times it's resold, uh, how much money in general they've made off of their renders and all, all, all sorts of uh, different things like that. So it, off the back of just simply submitting your renders, there will be sorts of more sort of layers to it, I guess. Okay, thank you very much. Um, see here. Hi, hi, AI. Hi. Hello. Yeah, I have a question for PS Labs. As a, so we're a project uh, using AI technology, and we would like to build our second collection using the lab. What is the estimated time for like these renders to drop in our in our wallet, just so we can like get a certain estimate of time for like the collection? Uh, number one, thank thank you so much for um building with us, and um, I really appreciate that. And, and number two, like I'm really glad you're looking into all the AI stuff. That's great. Uh, I I only encourage it. Um, and number three, in answer to your question, is we will leave the lab open for about ten days for like everyone to submit, and then by the end of the month we drop it. The initial plan is to do an entire run in one month. So that when I say an entire run is taking submissions, rendering it, minting it, airdropping it in one month. But I want to ramp that up to like one every two weeks by like next month. By July, I want to be doing a run every two weeks. And then we have to look at like how the basically the, the market and the economics of it is working because we were doing about 10,000 renders a month in Terra. And essentially it came to a point where like nearly every single NFT on the market was like one of our renders. So <laughs> we need to like, we need to like control that and like rein it in a bit and just like figure out where the sweet spot is, you know, and um, that's going to also give us the time to work on other things like Stargate citizens. We've got like another project on in the pipeline, actually, that's not, the lab it's not stargate citizens it's like it's a gaming project and uh it's going to be like an arcade uh that we're working on that will come out in like two or three months time so it's like uh maybe not working at that sort of um lightning pace all the time is a good thing so i would say in answer to your question one month for a full cycle and then maybe into next month two weeks per cycle Right, uh, and as far as the X token goes, um, redeeming one is equal to one prompt, or how would that how would that go about? Like, uh, let's say I have five, do I get five? So there's um, there's different renders, right? There's VQGAN, and then there's Diffusion. VQGAN costs one, Diffusion costs three. The price of them all relates to the rendering capacity. Like, Diffusion is very very heavy on uh, rendering. It requires so much more rendering than a VQGAN render. So the, the pricing directly correlates to the render you choose. 
and then we like obviously do it we have like look pcs that are set up locally to do it and we also have like virtual machines that are set up to do it um so i would say it depends on what you want to do but the cheapest one is one the most expensive one is three uh but if you need the collection made just like just uh, hit me up because uh we do a lot of like white paper service for other other collections even we've basically created about three collections for other terror projects uh, a funny thing about stargate citizens right is that we actually made that for someone else it was not meant for us i just basically i finished the project i showed it to them and they changed the creative direction so i said okay i'm not gonna bill you for the work we've done but I want to release this collection under like our name and then we'll move on to like your new creative direction. And that's how Stargate Citizens was born. Um, So, and it was like a blowout success, which I felt terrible about because like essentially the client who turned it down, (laughs) what what, watched us just like sell out straight away. And um, anyway, we're doing a really good job for him anyway. So um, that's how Stargate Citizens actually happened is it would, it was like one of the white. It was like a white paper service we were doing for like an, another uh, project uh, from Terra, and uh, we're doing two or three of them simultaneously right now for other people. And uh, if you do need a collection made and you want it under your name, and like we can do build all the metadata for you and everything, we can do that. Like just just hit me up and we'll help you. Okay, for sure. Thank you so much. Uh, shout out to the work y'all are doing and. Uh... I'd also like to give a shout out to like Star Equinox. I guess that was like the first kind of AI project in a way on Stargate. So it's no, nice. Yeah. It's nice seeing the AI community uh, kind yeah, of rise thank, up. Thank you as well. I, I've I've had my eye on you guys actually, and um, I'm really glad you you you're getting involved and you're you're just doing something original with it. And um, yeah, good luck, dude. I will help you if you need help. We'll help you. So just just reach out. Um, uh, I'll, I'll like just send me a friend request or something, and then let's see. Got you, and, and shout out to I see Mujin AI. That's uh, I feel like that's probably one of the next AI projects on the on the platform. So yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, that's what's great about the community. Everyone's helping each other out. Um, we've got Homestead Cosmonaut. You had your hand up for a minute. Um, what's your question? Hey, thank you so much uh, for giving me a minute. Uh, just a question for PS Labs. Uh, when you were speaking initially, did you say that if you didn't like the render you got, you could burn it, and that would give you rendering capabilities again, even if you bought the render on the secondary market or something? Yes, exactly. So um, we are going to introduce what I just call, like in general, a deflationary function. So... Uh, the problem, obviously, with rendering is that like you can essentially infinitely increase the size of a collection, um, and it will just like never get smaller. So this obviously causes like a problem in terms of supply and all these other things. So we are going to reward people for burning their NFTs by giving them capacity to use the service again. What that's going to do is it's actually going to mean that, like, if you get a dud render and you've used our service, it's actually not worth nothing. It's actually worth, like, maybe $1 or $2. So you can still make money um, because people will buy it because people will just sweep the floor 
people will just buy all the stuff that's going for one or two dollars just so they, they can burn it and recover capacity back into their accounts. Um, so not only does it act as a function of sort of uh, increasing the quality of the collection itself by getting rid of the duds, it allows you to clean your portfolio so you don't have like just stuff you don't want in it. And then it also then means you make money and then, you know, it's like a win-win-win all the way around. So we're going to be introducing that within the next... We're going to wait until there's about two runs that have been done. After you've got two runs done, we'll probably introduce the burn function. Okay, uh, thank you very much. Uh, also, a little comment uh, about the citizens. Uh, we didn't like see that coming at all because I think you guys just kind of announced it on a Tuesday and it dropped on a Friday. And usually there's some kind of promotion. Uh, usually there's like a couple of weeks of, hey, this is what this is. But, you know, yeah. just, maybe, just like maybe, that. It was in. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe the story I just told you helps to explain why it was so fast. It really it does. Basically, yeah, because it was basically a pre-made, it was a project that was ready to go. Unlike another chain, actually, it was meant to go on to Juno or Proton. But um, uh, that's why it was like announced on Tuesday, Wednesday, and it was launched on Friday. It's because it's just like we just had that sitting there. But the thing is, is now it's its own thing, and we're gonna build this thing out properly. Like it, it, it really. I mean, I love it. Like, I mean, you can probably see like the amount of love that's gone into that project. Like, I really love it, and um. Uh, thankfully, like a lot of other people love it as well. I'm really happy with that. Holy crap. Like I did, was not expecting it to, to do what it did. That's crazy. Um, but we have like very separate plans for Stargate citizens and it's along the lines of like a big Tinder app where people can just like date each other's citizens and make new citizens. So that's like a tiny bit of alpha. Oh, that's like some, alpha right there on the stargate citizens we're going to be building like its own thing that's separate from the lab the lab is like where we put all of our research but stargate citizens like more like it's all fun actually at the end of the day it's all meant to just be fun but stargate citizens is like a pfp like we're going to keep it a pfp and it's going to be a pure pfp but we're going to bake in some pretty nice utility there okay very cool thanks a lot um lolly um you're up Hi. I, first of all, I'm very late. Second of all, that was amazing. I'm so excited to see the AI um, space evolve and AI and NFTs and the convergence of everything and the things that survived the bear. I don't have a specific question. It was more I came on to be a cheerleader and say congratulations to all of us for still being here and tuning in and building and making art and being curious and staying a community. Um, I love you guys, and this is, uh, despite whatever the markets look like, this is a really exciting time to be here, so yay. Oh, also, and <laughs> I do have a thing coming, but we'll have to talk in private first, and then we can make, make it go public. I think a couple of you already know, um, but yay, yay us. <laughs> yeah, yeah now, now is when the real ones come out. Everyone on this call is a real one. Um, okay, let's hear from uh, AR Alpha. Hey guys, can you hear me? Sure can. All right, uh, this question is for PS Labs. It's a two-parter. One, uh, where are the best resources for me to read up on how to use this AI? Um, you know, 
how to best use use my prompts so i'm not wasting my x's and two are there any places that i can go to view other users um examples of renders they've made uh that'd be really helpful awesome thanks guys um cool um yeah so our website we've got uh galleries online of like everything like basically the best work that our community's made um if you go to our discord we've got uh, a channel called the gallery and that is like just people posting their renders and sometimes they tell you the prompt of the what they use to actually make that render as well which is like uh, educational if you go to our website we've got a place called the uni and that's where we post there's just like educational resources on how to use ai we've we need to update it but we've basically mapped out Oh, like about 2,000 artists. We, like in the background, we just go through every big art book, uh, like every, like just books and textbooks and everything in general. We go back to the index and we run every single word, every single artist, every single style. We run it all through the AI and then we map it all out and we put it into a giant grid and then we show you like exactly what each thing does and then and then from there you can look at all of that and then you can choose like oh hopefully i you can't you never really know what it's going to do right it's it's really like a, like a roll of the dice but you can really guide it though you can really um refine it down and uh, we try our best to map it all out because we're also learning like we're all like what we're doing is we're just trying to learn it. We're mapping it out and we're just showing other people like the maps that we make. And uh, so, yeah, that's in the gallery on our discord, the uni on our website. It's all, that's where we put all of our education stuff. After this Friday, we will be updating it all. Like we, our, our website is horribly neglected at this point. We've just moved so fast that it's really hard to keep up to date, but we're, we're going, we're, We'll go back to it. We'll dedicate some people to making sure it, it, it's all up to scratch for everyone. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, we have had an awesome conversation today. Um, I will give another couple of seconds for anyone to, to ask a question. Um, but I do have one final, at least fun question uh, about TVs. For NFTVs and everyone here, what are you guys watching? Man, uh, great question. Uh, in our Discord, we've got a little TV chat channel that I hope people uh, take advantage of. I managed which I loved. Uh, and uh, I'm watching The Boys. That's really exciting. Um, can't wait for the next episode tomorrow. And I'm I'm doing I'm rewatching a lot of Seinfeld while I'm working on this project because it's uh, something I can have in the background and just. Uh, laugh and enjoy and stare at adobe after effects for hours on end while i do it <laughs> great uh let's see uh ps i'm watching is nftvs i'm just watching all the nftvs <laughs> that's the all, literally uh, only tv i'm watching <laughs> i just finished um stranger things that was really good um and then there's a new uh, there's a new biopic about the Sex Pistols on on Disney uh, by Danny Boyle, and that I haven't finished it yet. It's amazing. So I, I would say like that biopic 
by Danny Boyle on, on Disney about the sex pistols is great. It's like looking at London back in like the seventies and eighties and stuff. Great. And then uh, Stranger Things. Everyone knows what Stranger Things is. It's, it's, it's the same thing again, but it's great. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's our students. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't actually watch a lot of TV, but I've been watching a lot of anime recently because Spy X Family is coming out and Kaguya-sama Love is War is coming out and both of those are getting new seasons. And I'm so excited about that. We're also going to be doing a I, this is kind of like adjacent, but we're going to be doing some star students manga. And I've been like watching a lot of anime to kind of, you know, brush up on my skills and plot points and things like that. Because um, I hope you guys are excited about that. Our our holders will be getting some special surprises soon. Oh, exciting. And uh, refi punks. Uh, Caitlin. Um, so Scott and I are big fans of 90 Day Fiance. And that's what we've been watching. And it's always kind of embarrassing when we say that and we answer the question. But um, 90 Day Fiance, the last big thing on TV that we watched was um, The Last Kingdom. That's on, I believe, Netflix. Uh, super good about, you know, Vikings and Danes and Saxons and all that good stuff. But yeah, that's about it. 90 Day Fiance, and then we. That, that's all. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, thanks a lot. Yeah, um, I guess you can go to NFTV's uh, Discord to talk more about TV. Uh, but uh, thank, thanks a lot, guys, for joining us uh, this Thursday. And have a happy Freshman Friday tomorrow. Um, thanks again. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Stargaze Week 15 Creator Chat, recorded on Thursday, June 16th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke rolls in when I start a session. Plank canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers. Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse. But in the universe, I'm just writing some words. Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs. Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up, driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling, less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the blocks came tumbling 
down, I'll humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal? I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble Imagine a world in which an old dying man's last dying wish is fulfilled. Alexa? Can you play that one Sci-Fi space where he clowned all the Safe Moon and XRP bag holders and then told everyone to buy Luna because it was going to a thousand? I'm, I'm confused why we're not talking about the fact that you can easily, like, 300x your money on XRP. Like, you know, I son, I remember a time. Alexa, enough. I'm trying to reminisce now. I remember a time before Terra Spaces existed when things that were said on random Twitter spaces would just get lost to the proverbial black hole of time. Time. That's the best bet. Why isn't Luna in wind turbines? Hey, guys, I'm reading all about these wind guys, turbines. Guys, do you mind if I explain Cardano a little bit? Because I've been in Cardano since like 2018, and I can give you a full breakdown. Um, Just when you thought it was safe to shill shit coins. Oh my god, you guys. I don't know what to do. So much blood. It's so red. From the creators of Your Exit Liquidity, in association with We All Love to Hear Ourselves Talk, Inc. For more information, go to terraspaces.org slash donate. Terraspaces.org